Welcome back to the Mind and Body Podcast. I'm thrilled to have Hi, beautiful. Can you hear me? I can. Thank you so much for joining us today. Absolutely. I feel blessed. <laughs> I, love, I love everything that you're doing, Mama. Oh, thank you so much, Corinne. And I love your energy. And that's one of the main reasons I think we instantly connected, even though we haven't officially met in person. I totally agree. Um, I totally agree. So I would love for everyone to share, because one of the things I love about you and your mission of Shakti Bar is how you embrace everyone. And it kind of is a huge standout to me in the bar community. So why don't you share with everyone a little bit what Shakti Bar is and why you wanted to create it? Well, thank you so much for noticing, by the way. I, I definitely think it's beautiful work and it's also hard work because the industry is saturated with sameness. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, essentially because of my own fitness journey where I was, so I was always on teams that had a multitude of women, different types of women. Um, I also struggled for many years with an eating disorder. So that was very humbling and encouraged me to think about how we engage in community in a more meaningful way. Um, And then last but not least, really, as I came into adulthood, I noticed that, you know, the statistics for our boutique fitness industry, it's majority women, it's also majority white women, and a lot of them, at least 44%, make over $60 a year. So not only does that leave out me in various sectors of my life, you know, let's say making less than 75K or something in the past, but it also leaves out a lot of my friends and teammates that I've met along the way that are from a different background or that, you know, whatever, just aren't included in those statistics. And that felt really strange to me. (laughs) Yeah. A group of people that didn't reflect who I grew up with and, and didn't reflect a a student body that could actually challenge each other in a healthy way. Mm -hmm. And so you partner up, well, tell me a little bit about your partner, because at first I thought it was just you, and then you enlightened me that um, you have a partner, and her name is, I forgot, I'm so sorry. (laughs) Oh my gosh, all good. Yes, I have a incredible partner. Her name is Shawnee Lamba, and she was the one who actually introduced me to yoga way back in the day when I was in grad school. Um, and, you know, just witnessing the yoga practice through her lineage, through her friendship was just, it just came at a remarkable time. You know, I was still moving very quickly throughout life. I was still very interested in athletics instead of just movement as a yeah. way to, you know, celebrate the body. And so, yeah, she was just one of those friends that she's so loving um, and she also just doesn't let you get away with anything. (laughs) (laughs) And she is one of those people, obviously incredibly integral, who continues to help our community grow in a way that is colorful and is vibrant and does have tough conversations. And I acknowledge, you know, just final piece here being a white woman in the world it doesn't really matter what my socioeconomic upbringing was I'm still a white woman in the world and I still need a partner um you know who understands 
the experience that various minorities are, are and also teammates that understand it better than I ever could, mm-hmm. um, you know, even if listening intently. So I really truly believe that by her understanding and foothold in the diversity of our community, um, paired with my experience in education and, and branding and having hard conversations, it's like the only way that it's possible because if you go into another bar studio and you, you launch into a conversation about armpit hair or black, (laughs) you know, I don't want to, you know, um, shade any studio. I think everyone finds the studio that's right for them in the moment of their lives. That studio can change over time. But um, yeah, she, is very business savvy. She went to school for that. And she also is trained in Ayurveda and yoga. She also went to school for that. So she is a blessing. And funny enough, if anyone's curious, I never had a fight. And, never, and you go never as had far a fight. back no, as college days and you know, never like, had a fight? That's amazing. We go almost as far back as college. We go, our, our college friend actually introduced us, but we go back wow. about... 12 years and yeah, I, I can't explain it. It's, I mean, other than just to yeah. say that communication is key, not, not mm-hmm. making assumptions is key. And, you know, when, when in a position where your business partner, your romantic partner, your, your fellow bar student next, next to you on the mat is, um, you know, giving you a funny look or is calling you out about something. The number one question to ask is how right. can I be of service right now? you know, is, is pushing my own agenda or operating from my fear really going to be the most serving even for me. And so she constantly inspires me. And I think so many others on our team to just be way more open and way more generous with one another than many teams. That That's been beautiful. In my life. See, this is why I like you, Corinne. You always, you always come with a little bit, a little Not- bit of knowledge. I'm like, that's just a, like, and that's something you can take into your everyday life, like dealing with your loved ones or work coworkers. I mean, that's just, that just makes you a better person. And I love, I love that. I love that. So I can see now why you guys have probably never fought. And that's amazing as a business partner, because the stress that you have of opening all the new locations and bringing on new hires, that says a lot about how strong your uh, relationship is. So that's beautiful. Thank you. And, you know, not to mention in the, in the beginning stages, you know, only making less than 1500 bucks a month being, you know, 33, 34 and 35 years old, you know, putting the pressure of lifestyle of of entrepreneurship onto the whole schema. And I will just say, you know, in our experience, and I think this is because we're both trained in various yogic lineages that we bring into the bar practice. Um, I, I am in vinyasa and Kundalini and she is predominantly in vinyasa tension doesn't mean a fight and it's understandable we're in new york our our hormones you know cortisol our our adrenals are working way faster than human beings have even adapted but tension doesn't always mean we have to fight with one another and i've actually had experiences and this can be cultural this can be just you know different moods of women during their days but i've had experiences where there was tension for sure. Of course there's going to be tension. And even Shawnee and I have had tension and some folks were actually even more triggered 
because Shawnee and I wanted to talk about it. We wanted to be like, hey, this is tense. <laughs> yeah. Very few, but some were like, well, what do you mean? And, you know, screw you. And it's like, no, 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 really. Like, we really genuinely want to figure this out um, and be able to have opinions of each other for sure, but at least go into deep conversation before. You know, it's funny that you say that. I've had friends like that. And when I want to talk about it, they get, it's almost they're upset that I want to talk about it. And I'm like, like, to me, like communication is so key because it could go, like if you, if you assume, right, that, that is the mother of all fuck up. I feel like when you assume you create your own story and a fake reality instead of just talking with the other individual. So I, I could see why that might have triggered other people because I think the average person is very non-confrontational probably doesn't want to talk about it or avoid it or, you know, go into like, you know, avoidance mode. So I think it's good just to nip it in the bud and squash it. It really is. And, you know, I, I think listeners, I'm sure, especially because your community is so real, would want even an example of that. And, and I can give an example while being respectful to the situation. Um, about a month ago, there was a teacher who had an injury and they knew about it. And I tried to be helpful with them. And, you know, as a teacher, you, you if you have even a cough or your eyelash fell out, you're going to try to get a sub because... <laughs> The last thing you'd ever want to do is show up less than 100%. And the last thing you'd ever want to do is to show up, you know, less than 100% and push yourself and, and break your own health threshold. Yeah. So um, I've always had this problem of wealth or solution of giving people the benefit of the doubt. So after that teacher and myself had the conversation of, hey, let's, you know, please try to get subs in advance. Um, here are some places you can go to get XYZ checked out. Um, push comes to shove, they had to ask for an emergency sub that week, which, you know, can be really stressful on a team when someone asks even a day or a few hours before a class begins. But um, as a team, we were able to come together and manage that one emergency sub, but then it happened again a couple days later. And, you know, in boss mode, when I'm getting texts about this, and you know, I mean, geez, I wish, I wish the tone that you can hear in my voice now would translate better over text and, or I probably should have just called, but mm-hmm. I texted like, Hey, you, you really need to be here. Um, and, or we need to talk about your, which is just what it is. It's not like, yeah. it's not a threat. And, um, <laughs> I think that, you know, long story short, we lost one of our best teachers because they turned around and they were like, you're this, you're that. Um, and in a way it's like, oddly beautiful because I think everyone needs their own empowerment story you know they need to believe that they're pushing against something to propel themselves mm. um but the sad but the sad part is that we at Chucky Bar those who have endured on this team um situation the most from what I've learned is what we think we're pushing against is is really an illusion unless like a legit terrible, I mean, terrible things have happened to people, right? I was just listening um, for so long to uh, Michael Bernard Beckwith and all of his work with Agape and his quote, you know, of course, terrible things have happened to people, but tension doesn't always mean a fight. Right. Right. Yeah. And in, in, you know, in situations in life where those experiences are real and they have a real example for, you know, anyone listening, 
there's always the possibility and it might have to be you. It might not even be your boss or, or your fellow teammate. It might have to be you, the person that says, you know what, this is about bar. This is about our students. This is about compassion education and being united as women in an industry that is so highly divided. So let's talk from mm-hmm. there. That's true. It's true. And I, I think the more, the more, the more of us that think that way, the, the easier it will get. But I would say we've got a long way to go because I don't think the average person thinks that way. A hundred percent. And that's what I've been re- really humbled by, you know, like every now and then I'll bounce ideas off of teammates you know, hey, what do you think about this article? Or have you been able to take such and such new teachers class? Um, And I've been really educated and had my booty, you know, served to me in different situations where someone will say exactly what you just said. And they'll say, not everyone operates that way. As beautiful as it is, and as possible as it is, the reason we're all bar teachers is just Mm -hmm. that we're here to teach. And so that means that everyone has something to learn, including ourselves. And that means that there's still more to learn. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, man. That's so true. Well, I want to talk about, because yeah. like we've talked a little bit about your staff and Shawnee, your partner. But like I said in the beginning, I love how you're just embracing everybody to come and take bar. And it's, it's, some, it's something that I've talked about with other instructors. Like even today when I teach classes or when I take a class, I'm usually the only woman of color in class, only black girl in class. And right. so I love when I look right. at your social, it's not just black girls, it's black, it's Asian, it's Spanish, and they're all united together, enjoying the experience of fitness. And I love seeing that. It's so rare, um, Corinne. So how has, how did the community find out about you? And once they did, how have they responded to what you offer? Ooh, this is such a good one. Um, damn. <laughs> You're amazing. You're amazing. Okay. So let me, I'm trying to backtrack here. So I believe that the reason so many people came together and and as you've noted, not just black, not just Asian, you know, we've got a Hawaiian, we, which all, we're all in some way, um, you know, related to, to similar cultures, but like Hawaiian, we've got Irish, we've got Indian, we've got um, Hispanic, like it's just amazing. It's beautiful. Um, I think it's because of the way that we funded our business, and I know that's not the most you know unicorn response. But that's not what we're always going for. <laughs> um, because the thing about it is, we raised about twenty two thousand dollars on Indiegogo, and that what we had to write. You know, of course, when you're doing fundraising, it's almost like you're writing a thesis paper in college. You have to tell people here's our, our thesis, here's our main idea, here's our supporting evidence, um, here's what the haters may say, a.k.a. counter-argument. <laughs> um, here's the conclusion, and here's where this paper could go if you, you know, afford us the chance to write another one. Um, so I think because the fundraising stage had a story and it was community-based, yes. and it was tied to the fact that we have sliding scale prices, which... Honestly, I'm, I'm shouting out, I'm, I'm encouraging, I'm championing any business out there to implement some form of sliding scale pricing. It's so easy. The YMCA has been doing, some of the YMCAs have been doing it for years. Um, and anyway, I think that because of that, because socioeconomics are a way to open 
before to to hard conversations. It's a little bit harder to be like, hey, you know, my co-founder is Indian. I'm I'm white. You know, all the black people come to the studio. Like, <laughs> it doesn't work like that. But to say hey, you know, we too have had struggles in our lives with finances. We too have come from neighborhoods that had violence and had um, wealth and had, you know, the intersection of all of those differences. Let's talk. I think because the money piece um, generates a lot of compassion among people because it's like we can relate a little bit better on that level. Right. Um, that that pulled in so many people. And honestly, in addition to that, the only other thing I could say is we would be nothing without people who believed in us. And I think that those people who believed in us because our friendships were already diverse just happened to be diverse peoples. Yeah. Um, That's great. Yeah. I didn't know that you fundraise um, to get started. That's yeah. great. Yeah, we fundraised. Huge accomplishment. Oh, it was crazy. And I would honestly recommend everybody fundraise at some point in their life. It is so, uh, it's so conducive to growth. And and we did it again for Harlem and we did it again for Dumbo. We had a third studio that we unfortunately had to close recently, mainly because of a big pricing company we were working with, but we're thinking that when we launch on Vimeo that we may do a little bit of fundraising again on Indiegogo because the story is so compelling. Yeah. Um, and because then folks who are seeing it will come from all over the world and not just of one affluence. Right. I think you'll do absolutely phenomenal if you do it again. I'm almost certain of it. <laughs> Woo! Well, praise, <laughs> praise be because that third one, they get harder. People literally look at our Instagram. They're like, oh my God, so cute. You guys must have so much money. And I'm over here like, like, hey, it's me. I'm the one, I'm the owner and I'm the one that does all the stories. You're doing everything. I was yeah. looking at your trainings. I even looked at your website. I saw your name uh, at the bottom. I was like, damn, <laughs> Well, I, you um, know, this time we had some help. We had Tiffany Landmon do a little bit of the website. And we also have three of our ambassadors, Keisha April and Monica, helping out with some of those awesome pictures you see. Like, I think uh, Monica does the midweek we modify posts on Wednesdays. Um, Beautiful. So we finally have a little bit of help, which is great. I'm sure. So uh, speaking of trainings, I want to touch upon that before we end. I, I, you have so many. You have retreats. You have trainings. You have events. Um, what What is what are your Shakti bar specific trainings like? What are, what is your goal that you hope to achieve through your teachings um, with those trainings? Mm, so good. So I would say that anytime you take a bar class anywhere, it's a little safe, but the training at that studio will. Mm -hmm. And so I've taken lots of trainings. I'm, certified personal trainer, yoga teacher, spin instructor, Kundalini and this and that. And I loved them all. I would never take them back. And, and also I feel like the more clear your class offering is, the more a student, a human can really resonate with what you do, mm. the more likely they will be to want more of that in their lives. So what we do and what I think is distinguishable of um, 
our trainings compared to ones I've taken in my life, et cetera, is we do a very specific thing. What that is, is we train people to be extremely present and aware of what's happening in the classroom and what's happening in their bodies while mm -hmm. they teach. So an example of that is for one of our bar modules and also one of our yoga modules, um, I come in, my, back, my background is educational psychology, and I'll actually trace the bell-shaped curve or any other shape curve of a class sequence and be able to tell trainees here in the sequence is when your students are thinking a bit more selfishly. They're not as receptive to your analogies. They're not as work. They're not as receptive to feedback. Here in the sequence are where your students are starting to become more open to the fact that there is an other in the room. And this is when you want to start introducing more high-level ideas, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so we put a lot of um, research and psychology into our trainings, which is the the aspect of it's very fact-based, um, as well as, you know, alignment is big for us. So I would say in addition to those two things, that the third thing that we do is we just continue to encourage, inspire, um, and challenge other women to express themselves, to feel free, to feel connected to their inner spirit and their inner goddess. And what that can look like is sometimes as a trainee, you'll learn what moves you can have students do with their eyes closed. Because sometimes in a room full of people, first of all, there's only certain moves you can do with your eyes closed so you don't hurt yourself. <laughs> and secondly, when, you're, when you close your eyes and you take off one of those sensory experiences of sight, then everything else is heightened, especially your feelings about yourself yes. and your experience. So we really implement different strategies into our classes that help our students stay present and in alignment, but also very highly expressive. And that's what comes back to the word Shakti being, you know, divine, creative energy. Our classes and our trainings are literally a launch pad, a deeply immersive launch pad for our participants to then take what they've learned and actually apply it to their lives and excel their lives. In, in, in mm. essence, it's the full cycle of empowerment. You know, you should feel so in touch with what you've learned from a Shakti Bar training or retreat that you can then go and teach it to someone or tell someone at least, you know, shout it on top of a mountain, um, as opposed to trainings that will tell you this is the best training you could ever have in your life. This is the only way to teach bar. Um, or my favorite is let's become trained on how to be a teacher in like 24 hours. Yeah. <laughs> I know. So, you know, we, yeah, it's, yeah. So we're very, very um, nerdy, I'd say. Very oh, science-based, even though we make... Yeah, we make it feel fun and we make it feel accessible. But honestly, there's so much detail and science that goes into it. Um, and then the fun and accessible piece is, you know, the more we know ourselves, the less stressed out we are about not actually being ourselves, the more well, more inspired we are to actually give back. And so that activist piece. Um, as inspired by deep learning and inspired by deep presence and, you know, data yeah. helps. Um, I, I found really helps people 
propel into the next area of their lives. Like some of them have created their own companies just coming out of a shock. I can see why though, Corinne. Like I am like so captivated by the description alone. No, I mean, yeah, I can totally see why. And I love how you go beyond the physicality of the training. Like you go, you dig deep because like, yeah, you could teach someone how to do, teach a class. You can give them a formula. You can give them, you know, a light, even alignment, you know, anatomy. But like, I feel like, what I want someone to take away from a class is mind and body. And it's so much deeper than what a traditional um, certification offers. And so I think you're really yeah. are touching on something here. Amazing. I love that. Thank I you. Thank All right. You. So really quick, I want you to share with everybody your upcoming retreat and um, any other events that you might have coming up and where they can find you if they want to connect. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Thank you, by the way, for that opportunity. Your platform has an amazing reach. I'm always looking to see who's commenting on your stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So just real quick. So, I mean, of course, like the easiest thing to do would just be to come to a class. We right now have two studios. One is in Harlem and one is in Williamsburg, both extremely close to various um, train stops. And the next best thing would be to keep your eyes peeled on our launch Vimeo, which we'll hopefully do by Christmas. Um, Shawnee would probably kill me if she knew I said that out loud. But, you know, <laughs> I'm the one. I'm the one. She's the she's the uh, sensibility in this partnership. But you got to have your fire. Right. So yeah. <laughs> so that you know, there's on our website. There's a newsletter that goes directly to the mailing list for Vimeo, so that you'll be made aware. Um, I can estimate that we're thinking like $17.99 a month or something for the um, subscription. So, you know, trying to keep it really affordable. And then last but not least, we, well, gosh, we have so many retreats coming. Um, The next one that pops into my mind is we're going to Maine, which is a beautiful, beautiful area. Very, very um, uh, unpopulated in certain ways so not your average like cruise ship tourist experience um and i actually grew up there so what we're aiming to do is bar and yoga every day we'll also be learning and reading about mindful leadership whether that means taking more self self authorship of your life or or also having influence on others so just how do you get to a place where you can be influential to self and others um mm-hmm. so there'll be that piece those coming who are yogis will actually get 25 hours of continuing education credits through the yoga alliance so there is a way that you can infuse it into your you know training requirements um but it's also open just to anyone who wants i think it's close to memorial day weekend so anyone who's just like i gotta get out of dodge i need to make it affordable (laughs) (laughs) and i need to go with women that feel like sisters you know where i know i'm gonna be taking care of in in this magical place and we also do a little beach cleanup because what we've started oh my god Corinne, i love that you got to you got to you can't listen it, what it, who's who said this was it um warren buffett i forget somebody coined the term philanthropic colonialism which basically means you can't go place a land or a group of people and put your own thing onto them they have their yeah. own thing so yeah. we really want to make sure whenever we're traveling with Shockey Bar that we have we allocate a few hours half day full day 
to doing some sort of give back for the, the land that we're occupying because otherwise it just doesn't feel right. Amazing. Amazing. Oh my gosh. Tell oh. everybody where they can find you. You're such a beautiful soul. Tell everyone where they can find you and connect with you on social if they have to if they have any questions. Sure. Um, so well you can always see me commenting on Nadia's stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, um, I think the most powerful way that students can find us right now and also just support us is to follow us on Instagram. Um, we really do try to curate educational content every single week. Um, and that's just at Shakti Bar, S-H-A-K-T-I-B-A-R-R-E, one word. Um, and then also ShaktiBar.com is, you know, a very highly popular landing page according to Google. And ShaktiBar.com <laughs> <laughs> slash trainings is where one would be able to go beyond classes and immerse with us in trainings. Um, and there's, there's a lot on there. I feel like, you know, true to my nerdy side, one can only retain so much information at one time. So I think this is, you know, so amazing for today. And if they have any more questions, we can be directly reached on the DM or on the email that's on the website. We're responsive within 24 hours. We're just really here for you. Beautiful. Thank you so much. I, I'm definitely having you back on and I would love to have Shawnee on. Good. Too. Oh yeah. That would be kind of awesome. Do a little yeah. like ask the same question and see what she says. Yeah, that would be kind of cool. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Corinne. Thank you for everything. And thank you for what you're doing for the community. You're really making a difference. Thank you. I feel the same about you. Anyone listening to this, please, please share it for her. Us, like she is doing the most and she's very unique. Thank you so much for having us. Thanks, Corinne. We'll talk soon. Okay. Awesome. Bye. Bye.